Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epting, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome to Direct Impact. I'm your host, Andrea Epteen, and just so grateful to be with everyone today. And I just want to honor the fact that you showed up today to be with us for this speaker interview. Today, we are interviewing an amazing man named Theo Allen. Hello, nice to be here. And I just want to say a few things about Theo. He has the most amazing smile that unfortunately y'all cannot see through your stereo, but he's got this infectious smile and genuineness and authenticity and just, I think genuinely loves what he does, (laughs) which is just infectious and wonderful. He is a newlywed he um, mm. just purchased a home. He now is a, an associate professional counselor. He is a veteran um, yeah. and just separated from the military in 2020, November, so a year, a year ago oh, now. And he is a volunteer with, um, uh, this is going to be a bias, but the best nonprofit organization in the whole entire world hugs heads up guidance services no lies detected no <laughs> lies detected that was that was honest so just grateful um to have theo with us today so what are we going to be talking about in this interview today what are going to be your big takeaways what i want my audience to get out of this show today is really that transition happens <laughs> life happens and there is a plethora <laughs> I love that word plethora of transitions that is going to happen throughout our life through from birth to death and um, it's really hard sometimes especially if we don't have extremely resilient brains and if um, you know we had trauma in our lives and I venture to say about 99.9% of us are going to have trauma in our lives might be Uh, little T trauma, might be several big T trauma, might be complex PTSD, but we're all going to have traumas in our life that makes our brains not so resilient. So transition is tough. So we're going to talk about that through the lens of the military, because I just feel like it's such a great representation of transitioning from the civilian world into the active military world, and that military mentality is a huge adjustment. And then you might serve for a few years, you might serve for 20 years, you might serve for 20 plus years, and at which point you will then out process and transition again and separate from the military back into civilian world. So, and not to mention all of those potential transitions along the way, um, the birth of a child, divorce, um, adding a college or school or something, you know, onto your plate, lots of transitions taking place. But I feel like they're just a great representation of routine and resiliency and the mission. You know, and so we're going to be talking today about how to make yourself 
the mission. And what does that recipe look like? And I feel like Theo is going to do a really good job of talking about the recipe of making yourself the mission. So welcome, Theo. Oh, thank you for having me here. Honor. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the military mentality and um, transitioning in and out of the military. All right. So um, just the military mentality, basically be where you're supposed to be at the right time in the right uniform with the right mindset. Uh, that trans that, that translates to all forms of life when you think about it. But the military, as soon as you go through basic training, uh, officer school, warrant officer school, that's what they're drilling into your head. So uh, with that being said, uh, you always have to have that right mentality, uh, even when you're thinking about yourself and making yourself the mission. Uh, when it comes to transitioning out of the military, uh, usually we forget that we have to make ourselves the mission when in reality, you, you are part of the mission. So you just have to flip the script and change your thinking, reframe your thoughts. Basically saying, hey, I've supported an organization for five, 10, or just one year, and I've kind of put uh, the nation ahead of myself. Now it's just flipping it on its head. Now I am the mission, uh, I'm the purpose. So what do I need to do to get out here and be successful? Uh, one of the ways that I had to you know, reframe my thinking was, what is it that Theo wants to do? Because back when I was in, uh, around like year six, I kind of hit that culminating spot. And I was tired. Um, I was tired of waking up early doing PT. I was tired of running five plus miles on some <laughs> halfway decent knees and just going to uh, going through the motions of uh, being a human resource officer. And then I switched over to public affairs. I just said, hey, let me just do a career change. And then that got overwhelming too. And I just really had to sit down and think about what is it that I'm good at? That is the main thing. What 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 does what is Theo good at? And the thing I'm really good at is making jokes, having fun, <laughs> um, interacting with people. I thought back over my job in the military or my career, if you will. What was I spending the most time doing when I wasn't doing work or looking at slides? And that was actually talking to people, walking around, getting to know them and their children. Uh, what what drove them what drove them to get out of bed every morning and uh, I realized well hey what can I do in the civilian world mythical land of, <laughs> of do what you want to do that you know can translate those skills of interviewing people helping them out and uh, and and just help helping making their lives better brightening their day uh, and when it came down to it I was like okay mental health counseling uh, and, and then that's where my world just opened up. And I fortunately had the, the, the degrees already, thanks to the Army, free education. Um, but with that, you just have to put the building blocks together and just look at your life. Mm -hmm. uh, look, take a look back and just write down all the patterns that you see. And it'll all come together as long as you have some faith and believe in yourself. All right, I want to tell you about Brain FM. Some days, our focus is stretched thin. Different sources of stimulation regularly wear on our attention. Working from home can obviously exacerbate these issues. At best, curated playlists can be a crapshoot. Whether they'll actually push you to be more productive, who knows? This is why we use Brain FM. These guys have neural phase locking audio technology and fire soundtracks that shift your neurons into focus mode. Visit 
brainfm.com. That's www.brainfm.com. Use the promo code Direct Impact for great discounts. That's Direct Impact with no spaces. Now, visit the link in our show notes. Mm, I like that. That's hard, though. Having faith and believing in yourself. And you talked about that transition from, you know, thinking the way that the other or the organization, Mm -hmm. as you put it, wants me to think to thinking for myself. Big big, big change. (laughs) Yeah. And I think about people, maybe you're not transitioning, you know, or separating from the the military, but maybe it's you're transitioning out of your family of origin and the way Mm -hmm. that institution wanted you to think. I mean, so, I mean, those are the same types of transitions that can lead to Mm -hmm. a place of depression, anxiety, suicidality. Um, If there's not, you know, because you you talk about losing routine. Mm -hmm. Um, and losing some purpose. So if you can't then turn it inward yeah. and and find that belief in yourself, uh, I think that it, it, it seems natural almost that anxiety would come to try to, you know, rescue you in some mm-hmm. way. Did you experience any of that, Thea? Oh, yes, a lot of that. I think around year six, you kind of realize in yourself that, am I really going to do this for the long haul? Because they tell us, if you get to 10 years, you got to do 20. And uh, a lot of us by year six are ragged. We don't even know if this is something we want to do, supporting the nation, uh, which whatever is going on globally. Some of us are just small town kids and, and we don't really understand the, the makings of the world. We just was, we just wanted to, hey, I, I mean, I can get a paycheck, uh, insurance, all this stuff right out of high school, right out of college. All my debt is kind of handled, you know, or I have like some, I can make money, support my Mm -hmm. family. That's really what a lot of us are getting into the military to do. And then we start seeing the bigger purpose of the military. And then we kind of have that inner conflict of, am I really going to be able to just drop everything, drop my family and just go Mm -hmm. and handle this mission? And it's a real conversation that you have to have with yourself and your family and and then your 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 neighborhood community leaders, some of us uh, yeah. representing our neighborhoods, and and you really have to be at one with yourself when you make that decision. Or if I'm going to invest like 16 more years of my life, that's horrible math. 14 more years of my <laughs> math, uh, my life uh, with this cause that's greater than myself. And some of us do. And my hats off to you. Thank you for your service, continued mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. And some of us have to be like, yeah, I'm out. The, the, the bus stops here, and uh, I got to do something for me. Okay. Um, I think the, when you said with internal, that internal push, you have to do it, what you want to do every day after you reach a certain age. That's what's going to fulfill you. Some of us can continue to give, or we can blend in with the country and say, hey, I really love this country. I, I'm going to support it and just give up my freedoms. Mm-hmm. Some of us want our freedom back and start doing what we want to do. And that's okay. And you have to understand the importance. Yeah. The words that come up for me are just internal integrity, Mm -hmm. authenticity, and alignment. You know, feeling like you're aligning Mm -hmm. with the mission. And if the mission aligns with you internally and the organization's mission, great. Yeah. 100% get on board with that. But if you start to feel that conflict as you did, you're like, okay, so let's start to transition. And you did, which is wonderful. Um, so it sounds like some of the things, though, that we've identified that you 
acquired, you know, that was huge for you when you were, you know, just starting out in the military is camaraderie, Mm -hmm. uh, a sense of community, a sense of belonging, purpose. And um, and it might just be purpose in the mission, purpose in the day to day job um, and routine. Mm-hmm. Those things sound like they really are part of a powerful recipe for success to carry you through the transitions of life. Would you agree with that? Oh, yes, definitely. But it just depends on where your mind is. And mm-hmm. again, reframing that, uh, you know, you think about the mission. Well, what are we fighting for? These big philosophical questions of the military. Um, you just kind of have to drill that back down to, well, what do you want to fight for every day? We want to, I want to make money. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, again, what are you good at? What did you like doing in the military? Uh, that was some life experience there and just take that forward, discard the rest. uh, And you said a sense of community. Mm -hmm. We can rephrase that to embracing the suck together. (laughs) That's, uh, one of the things that the army taught me is, uh, not how you, something about rucking that's just walking long distances it's not about how you uh not how heavy the load is it's how you bear it so you got to pack your rucksack a certain type of way put it on your back a certain kind of way so you're not beating yourself up over these 15 miles we're about to walk Mm. before work Mm. so um that that's a that's a big thing a big thing uh i think with uh the sense of community again once you get out finding who's in your corner, uh, that family member, um, whether or not you're trying to be an example for your little nieces and nephews. That was kind of my thing. Uh, Getting back to the roots of who you were as a person before you went to the military and just bringing that expertise Mm. back to them. That's one way. I I decided to be very intentful uh, and just purposeful uh, in getting into people's business when I got (laughs) back home, helping out my mom around the house and and trying my best to uh, just be present and in their lives because the military will take you away and you'll miss a lot of birthdays, things of that nature. And Mm -hmm. I think, I think, uh, if you focus on the family, those that supported you, Mm -hmm. uh, and were actually rooting for you while you were in, if you go back, you'll be able to find the sense of purpose there Mm -hmm. in your, in your neighborhood or things Mm -hmm. of that nature. So your support system, Mm -hmm. your community at large, and just finding that way to, you know, identify your skills and then uh, utilize those skills Mm -hmm. to give back to others is so empowering. It feels awesome. And you have found a way to do that. And you give back to your community and use your professional skills um, through the Hugs organization. I sure do. You sure do. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, tell me, I mean, we're passionate here and I know you're very passionate as, I mean, you just separated in 2020. So that transition process is fresh for you. And, you know, you have worked with Hugs to implement a program, and we're excited about that. And oh, that's yeah. the Veterans Empowerment Team. Oh, yeah, or VET for short. VET, yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that program and how that might help somebody, um, you know, cope with this transition, specifically oh. for somebody who's has a military transition going on? Oh, yes. Uh, so a VET group is basically a support group where like-minded uh, veterans come together from all branches of military service. So we got the Army, Marines, Navy, Coast Guard, 
and the Air Force. We're not going to leave you out. Uh, we what just about Space come, Force. Oh, oh yes, I forgot. Yeah, history, <laughs> Space Force. We I got to add you to the uh, to the list now because you're going to have some vets coming out of there pretty soon. Yeah, uh, they have a different uh, plethora of experiences. Uh, we just come together uh, and we talk about specific topics, uh, and we kind of tried to tailor that uh, from like basic all the way up until it's time for you to get out in the army and call that ETS, expiration term of service. Um, and we try to help you after that ETS, uh, how to manage your uh, mental health, uh, how to communicate effectively. And of course, we, we don't have it just, you know, like this class is on effective communication. We'll have it t uh, titled uh, WTF over. And a lot of people <laughs> will understand that. Uh, we have another course uh, called uh, Crapping Bricks, a.k.a. Controlling Anger. And uh, just <laughs> bottom line up front, and that's, uh, that's self-love and forgiveness. And, you know, for some of us, uh, some of the veterans here, we, we don't have that. We don't have that ability to forgive ourselves for, you know, uh, dedicating ourselves to the country or just, you know, leaving our families for a set amount of time. There's some, some wounds that need to be healed there. And then this group kind of helps like-minded individuals come together and empower each other and uh, let you speak out about any type of issues you're having so mm -hmm. we can all just help you and give you that camaraderie to embrace the suck together. Listen up, Direct Impact Nation. You know how important routine, structure, consistency, and accountability is on the road to recovery and personal discovery. Well, I have developed the perfect companion for you on your journey. My Plan to Recover journal is thoughtfully and specifically designed for the person looking to achieve long-term success in recovery while gaining personal insight, awareness, emotional intelligence, and spiritual integrity. The Plan to Recover journal will help you stay recovery-minded, practice your priorities, and build a healthy relationship with self and others 12 hours at a time. To preview and pre-order your copy today, visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash journal. That's www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash journal. And don't forget to get a PTR journal for a friend on their journey too. Direct Impact Nation will save 15% when you use the promo code IMPACT. That's promo code I-M-P-A-C-T. With the purchase of your PTR journal, you will become part of an exclusive community dedicated to recovery and self-discovery. Visit www.lightninginabottle.biz and let us take you from want to to willing and from willing to healing just really Traps. rough symptoms that yeah. come with um, post-traumatic stress disorder. Indeed, indeed. It, it's, a, it's a horrible, horrible fate. Um, but just know that what you're feeling, someone else is feeling that as well. It may be a different reason or a varying degree, but we're, we're here to help. We're here. Uh, we're looking for you to come help us. Help us learn your story. Tell your story. Be uh, confident in that, in that story, because that's your, literally your story. Everyone in this world could write a book. And it could entertain everyone just because your experience in this world is so unique. Mm -hmm. And I just want to let you know that. That's something I had to learn from November to uh, May of this year. <laughs> <laughs> your story has value. And um, 
And so I just I appreciate the work that you're doing um, through VET. And we hope that if there's anybody out there listening who might know somebody who is a veteran, uh, maybe a new veteran, um, please share this uh, podcast with them. Um, let's get them introduced to Theo. Let's get them to um, the HUGS website, www dot headsupsavannah.org or if you're not in um, the savannah area or the state of georgia you can check us out at www.headsupnation.com um we would love to be able to extend um you know this to you virtually so anybody in the united states is able to attend this and to get the continued support that you need and you deserve because you know when you when you sit still we talk about this a lot but when you sit in stillness you know the things will bubble to the surface mm-hmm. and sometimes those moral injuries that have been acquired along the path it's great that they bubble up but we need support in place to help us deal with that as it comes so we want to allow that to happen for every single one of you guys. What? <laughs> I think you need to just open up a church as well because you were preaching right there. Oh, you know? God. I'm just saying. You were too much. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for what you do. And we want um, to get people involved. I also want to, while I've got Theo here today, I want to talk about the disparity in the mental health field when it comes to men in general, um, especially and in particular uh, men of color. So uh, I would just like to touch on that for a minute because there could be um, listeners out there who are contemplating and they're limiting beliefs that were getting in their way and they're like, oh, there's no space for me there. Oh, that's so much school. Oh, whatever. But they, they know that they're called or they really have purpose in the clinical mental health field um, or the field of social work or whatever. But I just, I'd like for you um, just to know <laughs> that there's a need and a desire Um, for you to come on board in this field. So I just like, I remember when Theo came to me and he interviewed um, to volunteer his professional services through the HUGS organization. And I sat down with him and obviously um, gave him a pretty thorough interview because I, I wanted to make sure his heart was exactly where we need our therapist hearts to be. And he checked all the right boxes. But then I looked at him and said, now, you know, that you're a black man yeah. <laughs> and, and he was like yeah and <laughs> well, came out of left field <laughs> right and it's like there's just not enough there mm-hmm. i mean like yes we will welcome you with open arms i mean you obviously have all of the right qualities and skills that we would want from any human being but there is such a disparity in mm-hmm. our field in our this field specifically men and especially men of color so could mm-hmm. you speak to that I really can, and then I have to start just from my own experience, just in my family. I was the, I was the preacher's kid, so I grew up with a lot of like religious uh, arguments or debates on the Bible and things of that nature. So I grew up listening to a lot of different stuff, uh, and so when I got to school, I kind of just lost my crap because I was like, oh, there's other kids here, and I was the sensitive one, one that was always crying, and in, in at least in in my community. Uh, crying isn't something that's, you know, smiled upon. So uh, I was kind of, you know, toughened up in, in, in a sense, but that was the thing. I never really got tough. I never really got 
super aggressive, things of that nature. I always stay to myself, be very nice. Um, and I and people were telling me, hey, there's no field. You got to got to man up. You got to do this. And then when you hear about just the counseling field when you or is learning about psychology, there's they're talking about all these subjects that I've always been interested in with the brain and human emotion things a full spectrum of emotions and that kind of spoke to me in college then when i get into the field of uh, counseling i'm looking to my left and my right i'm like wow there aren't a lot of um black men here uh men of color and just in general men i i i would think that i would have to say that it wasn't until i was in i, I was i was blessed i had a uh black male teacher uh in fifth grade and there are some people who matriculate all through high school, all up the way through high school, and they don't have a, a black male teacher. So I think just seeing men in these positions, men of color, I think is the, the first way to kind of work with this disparity, uh, the lack of men of color in mental health in the teaching field as well. Mental health counseling is kind of interrelated with teaching. You have to be a teacher. Um, and just a lot of black men aren't really pushed into this field. We just have to be honest. We're pushed into business. Um, the myth is there's not a lot of money here. And um, initially there isn't. When you're going through college and you have to find a job as a psychology major, you really can only be a counselor's assistant making $12 an hour. That's not going to pay tuition. That's not going to pay my rent unless I just give up on school. So. Um, you really have to think about like that barrier of entry and just the field itself and looking in, in popular media of what's what's sexy, what's out there that's going to keep the lights on. And, and right now, once you reach a certain uh, point in your career, I will say that you can keep the lights on with counseling. Hey, listen up. You don't want to miss out on this. Wise Mind Enterprises and Lightning in a Bottle Digital Courses are offering direct impact listeners deep discounts of up to 25% on their 2022 course offerings. Say what? 25%? That's right, Edward. Just visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses to pre-order and save big. These courses are carefully curated with you in mind. Hey, Madison, did you know Lightning in a Bottle works with credentialed licensed professional psychotherapists to create life-giving content that is sure to make an impact? I did, and I'm super excited about their new courses. Me too. New 2022 digital courses include The Antidote to Reactive Living, Healing Body Betrayal, Escaping the Perfectionism Paradox, Essential Truths to Support Your Recovery, just to name a few, and with more life-enhancing courses coming down the pipeline. And if 25% savings still leaves you on the fence, well, how about this? The first 20 people to pre-order will receive 50% off a second course of their choosing. I don't know about you, but I need at least two of those courses. So visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses today and enter the promo code IMPACT to receive massive savings on valuable courses. Oh, side note. Lightning in a Bottle offers more than just courses. They offer a recovery and life enhancement community, and they are always interested in hearing from you. If one of these courses didn't resonate with you, well, let them know what you're looking for on your journey because your voice is valued and vital. All righty, my friends. Pre-order or engage with Lightning in a Bottle at www.lightninginabottle.biz. Invest in you today. And don't forget your promo code IMPACT. 
You just have to have good budgeting skills okay? <laughs> or get some money in your corner that's good with numbers so that you can figure out a plan mm -hmm. to make it here. Because there's a lot there's a lot of need for um, black male therapists because we have a lot of insight from our just where we grew up, um, not being the popular one or just not being the perfect child as we've uh, grown up to think you're actually perfect for the field mm -hmm. you really are and uh so i mean we talk about the school to prison pipeline i'm not gonna get super woke with you on that uh we, i think we are running out of time but just be mindful that black men you're needed uh we, we want you here i need you to stand right next to me uh and just men in general come into counseling because there's we need that experience. We need that male energy here just to, to balance it out and to help, you know, break that stigma of mental health in regards to just male emotion. Absolutely. And I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll speak with you on that. I mean, cause I think we probably have some future counselors listening to us right now mm -hmm. and, and there is a trade off, but to feel fulfilled and purposeful and gratified in um, the work you do um, to, you know, just have the opportunity um, and the honor to sit across from somebody who is putting their story in your hands mm. is such a beautiful thing. So there is a trade-off. Um, no, there's not a lot of money in this field. I'm 20 years in and 95% um, of the people I sit across from make twice as much as I do. And I'm fine with that. She but she makes money. She makes money. <laughs> Make enough. Um, but barely. The lights are on. <laughs> the lights the are lights on, are and on. we are grateful um, every day for that. But you know what? Um, it's a trade-off. Life mm -hmm. is. Life is, to some degree, you know, a trade-off. And again, we have to think about, um, you know, I go back to that integrity and mm -hmm. that authenticity and what really allows us to have a life worth living. Mm -hmm. And a life worth living for me is um, finding joy through helping others. So, and Amen. I think you've found that too, and yeah. we're grateful to have you. So, um, all right, we're about to wrap up, but I do want to just mention um, for a second as we do, um, finding purpose through giving back to your community um, and making an impact through volunteer work. I know yeah. HUGS is very unique in the sense that you can volunteer uh, professional skills back to the community as a way to meet their mental health needs. Mm -hmm. But tell me a bit again, because like, I mean, you're just separated in 2020. What has that opportunity done for you? It's really just opened up a lot of doors, just my internal p potential. I didn't think I had, I was worth much. Uh, just didn't think that I was going to be able to make that impact uh, in the community uh, doing this. But that that's what counseling does. It puts you right in touch with the people. And a lot of people want to see someone who thinks they know what they're doing and they want guidance. And that that's one of the things that I'm just honored to be able to help the people do is uh, guide themselves through their own problems. And when you do that, you, you kind of rub shoulders with a lot of people. You get seen in a lot of areas um, and people are really interested in your story and they want to actually, you know, help or enlist your help to you know help their kids help help their church um help their organization sometimes you can do consulting with them off uh you know off of what you know what is it team building exercises things of that nature and in a sense you really 
have that that feeling that you're rebuilding the community uh, from the ground up again, mm-hmm. and that's kind of just harkens back to the military and what they do. You build, they build, they break you down and build you up in the image they want. You go back to that community, you can do the same thing. Anything you had in the back of your head of how the community was quote unquote messed up, go and rebuild it. Go and help people emote more and communicate better so that the next generation can uh, take that baton later on when you want to just retire. Bam. That's it. Like, mic drop because that's how you make a direct impact. Yep. And that's what this podcast is about, is making a direct impact. And you talked about how, yeah, we can we can keep the lights on, but we got to budget well, we have to be really mindful. So somebody who has to really budget, because you're in a field that doesn't pay exorbitant <laughs> amounts of money, but yet you give back and you volunteer mm. for an organization. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It helps, it helps me sleep at night, and it just helps reinforce my purpose here. Um, doing stuff for money is is not really the reason that I wanted to, you know, live my life. I, if I would have did that, I would have just stayed in the military. Money's great. But I wanted to do something I was good at. And I wanted to see the direct impact that I was making on people's lives with them just figuring out their own trauma and working through that. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't beat that. And that's why I'm here. Yeah. And so you've heard how Theo is making a direct impact. I just want to encourage and empower our listeners and our direct impact community to do the same. Um, You have value. You have purpose. Um, You are a unique and unrepeatable, amazing human being. And um, again, we just want to support you and um, for the long haul. So keep coming back. We'll see you next time. Same place. Bye-bye. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epting.